welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is the Feast of St. Mary Magdalene. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us acknowledge our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and and on on earth peace peace to people of goodwill. goodwill. We We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord. You alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, whose only begotten Son entrusted Mary Magdalene before all others with announcing the great joy of the resurrection, grant, we pray, that through her intercession and example, we may proclaim the living Christ and come to see him reigning in your glory who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. The love of Christ overwhelms us when we reflect that if one man has died for all, then all men should be dead. And the reason he died for all was so that living men should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died and was raised to life for them. From now onwards, therefore, we do not judge anyone by the standards of the flesh. Even if we did once know Christ in the flesh, that is not how we know him now. And for anyone who is in Christ, there is a new creation. The old creation has gone, and now the new one is here. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. O God, you are my God, for you I long. For you my soul is thirsting. My body pines for you, like a dry weary land without water. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. So I gaze on you in the sanctuary, to see your strength and your glory. For your love is better than life. My lips will speak your praise. 
My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. So I will bless you all my life. In your name I will lift up my hands. My soul shall be filled as with a banquet. My mouth shall praise you with joy. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. For you have been my help. In the shadow of your wings I rejoice. My soul clings to you. Your right hand holds me fast. My soul is thirsting for you, O Lord my God. Alleluia, alleluia. Tell us, Mary, what did you see on the way? I saw the glory of the risen Christ. I saw his empty tomb. Alleluia. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. It was very early on the first day of the week and still dark, when Mary of Magdala came to the tomb. She saw that the stone had been moved away from the tomb and came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved. They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, she said, and we don't know where they have put him. Meanwhile, Mary stayed outside near the tomb, weeping. Then, still weeping, she stooped to look inside and saw two angels sitting in white, and saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been, one at the head, the other at the feet. They said, Woman, why are you weeping? They have taken my Lord away, she replied, and I don't know where they have put him. As she said this, she turned round and saw Jesus standing there, though she did not recognise him. Jesus said, Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have taken him away, tell me where you have put him, and I will go and remove him. Jesus said, Mary. She knew him then, and said to him in Hebrew, Rabuni, which means master. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go, and find the brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. So Mary of Magdala went and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had said these things to her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. You know what? Death is a thief. It robs us of what's most precious. Um, I mean, certainly robs us of our own lives, but perhaps even more painfully um, robs us of the lives of those that we love. And experiencing the death of someone that we love dearly, someone who's really such an integral part of our lives, just leaves such an emptiness. And the great challenge of trying to find a new life for ourselves without this person, without the presence of the one that we love. Um, And it's such a painful process because, you know, that's not the life that we want. And grief can hold us captive. We just long for the past and can't look towards the future with any kind of hope because all I experience is absence and loss. And I'd rather experience absence and loss rather than get used to a life where I didn't feel the absence of the beloved. 
we kind of hang on to the tears because at least those tears are tears of love. I think it's in the midst of this experience that Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb of Jesus. She has to confront the fact that death is a thief, that she has to bear the loss of her beloved, face a life without him, Uh, and she's weeping. And uh, coming across the tomb with the stone that's now been rolled away, um, I suppose it's a natural reaction, uh, you know, the, the sort of normal conclusion to imagine that the thief had struck again. That death, having robbed her of Jesus, might now also have robbed her of his earthly remains. And, you know, once more, there's a greater loss. And, there, and there's a kind of plea that comes from the heart. Sir, if you've taken him away, tell me where you've put him and I'll I'll go and remove him. You know, just leave me something. Now, can you imagine the joy when Mary, supposing this figure to be the gardener, suddenly hears her name? It's it's such a beautiful moment. I'd, I'd, I'd say as a little suggestion to spend some time with it in prayer and, and, and use your imagination. Jesus comes up to Mary Magdalene. Of course, she doesn't recognize him. And, and he says, woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? And what I find really interesting in this moment is that Mary Magdalene doesn't actually answer Jesus' questions at all. Woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? She doesn't go, I'm looking for Jesus of Nazareth and the reason why I'm weeping is because he's dead. No, she just presumes that the, well, who she thinks is the gardener just, just knows the answer. You know why I'm weeping. You know who I'm looking for. Because this is such a common human experience. We know each other's tears. We know the reality of grief. And we know why we're looking for our loved ones. We've been robbed. Now imagine the transformation. When Jesus says, Mary, he addresses her. He uses her name. He draws on their personal relationship. And in that moment, she recognizes him. In that moment, she discovers that death has not robbed her, but in fact, that Jesus has been restored to her. What an extraordinary transformation! I mean, the transformation is in Jesus, but the transformation is in Mary Magdalene as well. And these next few words from Jesus are just so wonderful. He turns to her and says, don't cling to me, because obviously she's clinging to him. In this moment, there may still be weeping, but it's a very different kind of weeping that's coming from Mary Magdalene. It's from this encounter with the risen Jesus that Mary now has to go and tell the other disciples. Uh, And this is why she's called uh, the apostle to the apostles, that she's the one who brought the good news to the ones who would bring the good news to the world. It's about the restoration of stolen goods. Death, having been the thief, must give back all that he had stolen. 
You know, at this point, I'm reminded of um, one of the great healing stories of Jesus, uh, where he raises the widow's son in a town called Nain. Um, and it's in Luke's gospel um, in, in chapter 7, and it, it's just such a beautiful moment. Jesus, you know, walking with his disciples towards the town of Nain, sees a funeral procession coming out of the village towards the burial place, and it's a young man who's the only son of a woman who's a widow. Jesus obviously raises the young man from the dead, but um, what's curious is that Jesus sees the widow. Jesus sees the mother and is moved with compassion. It was the tears of the mother that touched Jesus so profoundly. Certainly Jesus has pity on the young man who's died, but he's moved by the tears of his mother. Uh, And I I think there we discover something of the heart of Christ, that he's come to dry the tears of those who weep. He's come to put an end to the mourning and grief. He has come to free from death that which has been stolen. And Mary Magdalene offers that first word of consolation and of hope, that death doesn't have the last say. Now, We still labour under grief. We still experience the loss of our loved ones. Uh, And death certainly feels like a thief to us. But on this Feast of St Mary Magdalene, let's, let's ask her to bring her message of hope to us. To speak to our hearts and say, I've seen him and he's spoken to me. That death has lost its sting that death has no victory, and our sorrow will be turned to joy. At the Saviour's command, and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Let us welcome Christ into our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, 
you shine continuously on our journey as a sign of salvation and hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick. At the foot of the cross, you participated in Jesus' pain with steadfast faith. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need. We are certain that you will provide, so that as you did in Cana of Galilee, joy and feasting might return after this moment of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform ourselves to the Father's will and to do what Jesus tells us. He who took our sufferings upon himself and bore our sorrows to bring us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. We seek refuge under your protection, O Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our pleas, we who are put to the test, and deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God the Father.